Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Club Kayfabe Podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. I'm as mad as hell, and I don't have to take this anymore! And also joined by... Oh, wait. Wait. Someone's sick. <sighs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Know. We're gonna do this! We have a top ten to talk about during the week, and we don't have the guy who does the top ten. No, I even asked him if he had one. He's like, nope, because I'm sick, so I didn't even do it. He's like, I'm just going to sneeze in your earballs. That's what I'm going to do. Get us get us sick, because people, filthy, disgusting, disease-ridden people. So Chris has Ebola, <laughs> which he got from Brazzer Ramon, who is corpse. Who has been dead for six months? Since before WrestleMania, I'm pretty sure. When was the Ebola thing? February? Yeah. February Ebola. February Ebola. So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about wrestling as my dog scratches her fleas. I don't know if you could hear that or not. Um, So we're going to talk about Raw and one good thing that happened on SmackDown. And Dan will talk about... Lucha and uh, NXT. So here we go. And uh, so Raw starts out. Paul Heyman comes out with Brock Lesnar. And he goes to the announce table. And he says the only reason they could be here is because Brock had to say that he was sorry in order to be allowed back in the WWE. So Brock says, I'm sorry to JBL. I'm sorry to Byron Saxton because Booker T isn't there. I'm sorry I killed everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry I killed everyone. And then Michael Cole goes, it's okay, you don't have to apologize, you don't have to apologize. And Brock sticks his hand out and he goes, come on, come on, I just, I just want to apologize. And then he gives Is him he a wearing noogie. The gloves? Is he wearing the gloves? No, he's not, but he he gives Michael Cole a noogie. Oh, no! And everyone's like, oh. It's kind of noogie, the, the, like the pounding kind of noogie or the rubbing kind of noogie? The rubbing kind. I don't know which one's worse. I don't like getting punched in the head, so I'm probably going to go with <laughs> Get your hair all messed up? Yes, my, uh, like, your quarter closely inch shaved long. hair? <laughs> oh, no! Speaking of closely shaved hair, next, Kane took on Dean Ambrose, and it was a match with stuff, and the whole night, Rollins is trying to get the authority back together. Let's get the band back together, guys! So... Kane's like, oh, I can't win on my own. And Seth Rollins like, hey, distraction, Dean Ambrose. And Kane's like, I didn't even Hi. know that they were apart. Yeah, like, Kane he actually. Means, he means like get Kane and Big Show back here is what he means by getting the band back. Oh, together. no, he means he means Kane and um, J&J Security. He doesn't even mean TBS. Very funny. But uh, so Kane actually hits the choke slam and the authority actually wins a non-important match. Oh, well, you've been... Dreaming of winning an important match again, Kane. <laughs> that was the Big Show promo backstage after. Man, Thority gave then, me $5 for breakfast this morning. I hope this stable never ends. Uh, so backstage afterwards, Seth Rollins and Kane are walking backstage, and Rollins is like, hey, look what I did for you. Isn't that awesome? And Kane's like, Nope. I'm not helping you. You only want to be nice to me because now you don't want Brock Lesnar to kill your face. <laughs> he's, he's going for the face kill, huh? Yeah, he's trying to get Kane's mask, actually, so his face doesn't get killed. 
that makes sense. Uh, Sheamus takes on Roman Reigns in a match where big guys do big stuff, and then there's no contest because there's no contest because Bray Wyatt is there. We don't we don't get to see Bray, but we hear him. Happy Father's Day yesterday. And uh, afterwards, Roman Reigns walks into a really creepy room where Bray Wyatt cut out the eye so he could stick his wiener in the eye holes and the mouth hole of Roman Reigns. It was really kind of creepy. Creepsy. And all all these teapot pictures of Roman Reigns saying he's a little teapot. Here's my daughter. And here's my spout. <laughs> yep. So, nothing really except creepy room. The Bra- I like the Bray Wyatt-Roman Reigns feud. Here's my literal baby girl. And Shamas is just kind of like, I has briefcase. That's that's where we are with him right now. I has briefcase, but I won't be around all that often. Movie. Toidles. Toidle suit. I'm telling you, man, there's going to be mutagen in that briefcase. You watch. I wonder what, I wonder what kind of voice he's going to put on. Right, because it's well, always like, Hey, yo, them toidles. Oh, go, go get them toidles. It's interesting, because, yeah, that's that's the Rocksteady I grew up with. The new cartoon, he's Russian, and now they have an Irishman playing him? An Irishman that they can't really cover how, how fucking Irish he is. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get them toidles, fella. I'm going to get those fella toidles in my soup. My green Irish soup, fella. It's green Irish soup. Lots of potatoes. Oh, there's so many potatoes. Potoitles. Potoitles. Potoitle soup. Oh, wow. I can't believe we titled the episode only like nine minutes in. <laughs> oh, not even. Wow. Nine minutes into the call, like four minutes into the show. Shh. Kayfabe. <laughs> what? No. I mean, I mean, back to Raw. You know, we have no regulator. Chris is usually the regulator, so this show will go really off the rails at some point. Um, uh, at some point. <laughs> so, John Cena came out and he said, uh, "Oh, so he's gay. Okay, that's good. Well, get, just get in time. Now. I know, I know. He came out hey, so that that way, when SmackDown aired on Thursday, he could get gay married. I can't wait till I get gay married." To a woman. Well, now you can get legal married. It's not even gay marriage. It's just, gay, it's just legal married. Yeah, I need my government-issued uh, piece of paper. It's magic. It's magical paper. So oh, anyway... You, like, changed your whole life, this little piece of paper. So anyway, well, he's talking yeah. about... He had matches with Kevin Owens, and they've been great. And Owens is a great wrestler, and uh, I'm going to say good things about him. But there's one thing, something, something, something. You know, the usual John Cena promo... And Owens wants the U.S. title this time, a bunch of other stuff, blah, blah, blah. So we get backstage to Seth Rollins, and he's like, Hey, J&J Security, you guys used to help me a lot, and I put you on the map. Why, so, don't, why don't one of you get severely injured tonight? Okay. You got it, boy. I mean, girl. I mean, boy. You confused me with the long hair. So J&J say, nope, we're not going to help you. Just like Kane said, nope, I'm not going to help you. Guess what? It's a ruse. Oh, just like with Randy Orton when they, he thought they were all turned on him. But they were like, no, we did not. 
So, wow, so many matches I didn't see. Uh, the Ryback beats Mark Henry in a match that's pretty good for a Mark Henry match. I'm really digging Ryback's feuds with the big guys because he's actually working with them and he's he, he actually looks smaller in them, so he's actually able to pull out some impressive styles, clotheslines, things like that that actually look good. Did he lift him for the first time he's ever been lifted? Um, I don't think he did lift him in this one. I. He did the top rope splash on Henry, and that's how he won the match. You know who's lifted Mark Henry in the past? China. Who? China body slammed him. Well, you know who was on commentary in this match? China? Because she's stuck in again? <laughs> no. The Big Show. And do you know who lifted the Big Show? Everybody. But most importantly? The Ryback? Oh, well, that's pretty important, I guess, to this feud. But most, most importantly? Who? John Cena. Oh, that's how he got over, right? Oh, because he lived in the big show. So, backstage afterwards, big show... Oh, in the ring, actually, after this happens, big show's like, Mark Henry, I thought you were my friend who I hated, and then you were my friend again. So, you couldn't even beat the Ryback, I hate you. So backstage, You and I closed... Three old country buffets all on our own. <laughs> and I hate you. And so Ryback's giving an interview, and he talks about taking on anyone and defending his title, and Big Show's like, oh, why don't you defend against me? And he's like, he calls him the little boy instead of the big guy. So the big guy starts beating him up and takes him out, and Big Show's like, oh, I'm dead. Seems legit. And everyone says... Get away from him! You're going to destroy the big show! Then I get, on a Hulu cut, Adam Rose versus Dolph Ziggler. And Adam Rose and Rosa Mendez are a couple. And actually, (laughs) this is pretty funny because the person who wrote this said, Adam Rose with Rosa Mendez versus Dolph Ziggler with Rosa Mendez. (laughs) So, not true. It was actually... um, Dolph Ziggler with uh, Lana, who Lana now starting to let her hair down slowly into a ponytail instead of always being up, and eventually she's not going to have the ponytail, and they're going to transition and all that stuff. And then she's going to be CJ! From uh, Grand Theft Auto 4? San Andreas. San Andreas. Which is technically like the fifth, but not really. Could have been like the sixth. Could have been like the sixth, really. Because there was Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 1969, London. Oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto 2, Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice, Vice City, San Andreas 4, 5. So, at the end of the show, well, right before that, Rusev flips out about Lana kissing Dolph Ziggler, and he actually knocks himself over and falls all over the place, and then Summer Rae is like, hey, let me help you up. Oh, God. Weird. She's like the queen of sloppy seconds. (laughs) So, Seth Rollins comes out. He offers his heartfelt apology, J&J Security, and Kane. And they come out and they say, "Uh uh-uh, ain't no way. And then Brock Lesnar comes out and they all leave. Or do they? Because Brock Lesnar goes to attack Seth Rollins and here comes Kanye again. He comes back, pulls Brock Lesnar out of the ring. He says, I'm going to let you finish. Yep. 
He says, I'm going to let you finish. And then, unfortunately, he finishes Jamie Noble by throwing him into the barricade and breaking his ribs. Uh, Joey Mercury gets thrown to the side somewhere. And we don't see Jamie Noble after this point. Because he is dead. And everybody goes to attack Brock Lesnar, beat down on Brock Lesnar. So now he's officially a babyface. And he can be stopped by four people. Well, three people and a guy with broken ribs. And they're all midgets. And, yeah, then Rollins hits the pedigree, and Brock Lesnar <laughs> just kind of falls asleep and falls to the ground in it. So it's kind of like when Triple H him with the pedigree. Same thing. Falls asleep. Uh, and real quick, I guess I'll talk the one thing on SmackDown. It's awesome. It looks like Bo Dallas and The New Day are joining forces, and Bo can't clap in rhythm, and it's great. he's white, because he's neon white. So I'm really hoping that's a thing that takes off at... Obviously, it reminds a lot of people of Owen Hart joining the... Was it the New Nation, or was it just the Nation? I think it was just the Nation. It was when The, the Rock took over after WrestleMania 14. Yeah. So, let's hope that happens, because Bo Dallas deserves to be doing something. He's a funny, funny guy, and New Day seems to be going really well with their heel gimmick right now. So, let's see what happens. Um, but, let's transition over to uh, Lunchbox Underground and NXT. Uh, first, I want to say that Jay Lethal won the ROH World Championship, uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before, because recording things. So Jay Lethal is world champ. Bruh. He is, or he won't be on TV, or he is, um, thing. He is both. He oh, okay. defended, it was title versus title, and he won. It was awesome. He beat Jay Briscoe. He is the TV champ and the world champ of ROH. It's awesome. So what's great about the commentary between these two shows is I don't have the ability to watch one and you don't watch the other, so we have no conversational points. It's just, hey, here's what happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so NXT was uh, interesting. I think it was fuck up your promo night on NXT. Because... Here's what we gotta do. do watch let's let's start NXT by having two guys that don't have English as their first language cutting a promo on each other. Let's do that. As Hideo Itami and Kevin Owens are yelling at each other. Oh, that was the other thing. By the way, flashback to Raw. Uh, Owens started talking in French Canadian, of course, because he's like, "I'll give these fans what they want and give you what you need, Cena." So he's like. Here's your blatant racial hatred. So that so, was that was pretty cool. Kevin Owen. Uh, so yeah. And then Cass came out and he fucked up his promo. Yeah, because oh he's man. like, what you guys you? are like two Ted. Oh yeah, <laughs> and even the commentators are like, I'm not quite sure what Cass was saying there. <laughs> you guys are like two dead. Teddy bears to Ted, you know the the teddy bears. Them teddy bears. And the main event was Finn Balor versus Rhino with freaking Owens on commentary, just like freaking wrecking everyone besides Corey Graves. That was that was pretty good. Pretty Go good. ahead, Rich. Tell us about how you talked to one of these guys before before the show. <laughs> 
just like shit on him the whole time. But Lucha Underground, there's I think six episodes till the big Ultima Lucha, big show, the big show. Very funny. Hey, uh, so there was this crazy four way match for an Aztec medallion, and it had like Marty the Moth Martinez, and it had uh, Aerostar. Uh, Cage and fourth guy that I can't remember at this point. And it was a really cool match. And Aerostar won, I believe. This is what happens when you watch the show five days before you record. Yep. And it's official. Johnny Mundo's going to face Alberto El Patron at the big at the big event. And Mil Morte is the number one contender now, so and is, it's all creepy and shit. Is it going to be just a regular episode on TV, or are they doing I think it is, or it's going to be like, it might be an extra long episode or something. I don't know. All I know is it's a thing. It's a thing. It exists. It's their season finale, which is, like, it almost went an entire year. Oh, yeah, and there was a backstage thing. With Ivelisse and the trio, her and the other trio's champions, which is Angelico and uh, Son of Havoc. And they're, like, working out. And they're, like, starting to fight. And then all of a sudden Katrina shows up. And she, like, goes, like, face-to-face with Ivelisse. And I'm like, kiss, kiss, kiss. But they don't. And they only just get beat up by Well, that's because this was on, what, Wednesday? It wasn't until Thursday that they were able to kiss, obviously. Oh, yeah. Early Thursday. Sorry. Yep, they couldn't kiss. So, would have been hot. But yeah, that's the main th- things, I think, with the stuff. All right. So, uh, usually we ha- we talk about trolls on this show, right? Yeah. Well, we're not going to this week. So, what happened on Facebook? Here's what happened on the Facebooks. Total Divas is back on July 7th. Wow. So I won't get this season till whenever, and I probably won't watch it, just like the last every season after one. Just like the last every episode ever. <laughs> I don't, do they go on the network pretty quick now? Um, I think whatever the last season was isn't up yet. Don't quote me on that, because I really don't make a habit of watching it. If it's All I remember is that they put up the first season once uh, Legends House was done. By the way... Uh, make a Legends House Season 2 now, please. Instead of more Total Divas? Even instead of Tough Enough, because I am like, everyone's like, hey, Tough Enough, and I was like, oh yeah! That thing that I haven't watched yet. Oh! Don't really want to watch it. (laughs) Well, after the Facebooks, I could talk a little bit about the Tough Enough WWE Network post-show. I can't talk about actual Tough Enough, because I didn't watch it, because it's not on the Hulus. (laughs) That's fun. I don't know. It just it doesn't appeal to me right now. This this time, I don't know. Even though like I love almost everything about it, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, comments about Total Divas being back on July seventh. Bring in new divas. Get rid of the Smella twins. <laughs> Smella. This would be my one Total Divas season. One Total Divas season. This would be the one that they watch? This would be my one. And B is just the letter B, and the one is the number. T- 
total diva season, just you know the numeral one. This would be my to- my one total diva season. Good for you, person. Bring bring Sasha to roster and give Naomi chance. Isn't Naomi getting chance? And are they talking about are you talking about the dog from Homeward Bound? Chance? You know, give Michael J. Naomi Fox? chance. Yes, they want you to give Naomi chance. Wow. Homeward Bound, the incredible journey. Never know where it's going to go, kids. No cares. WWE suck now. <laughs> Singular. WWE suck. Now. And our last comment of the week. Thank you, Jasmine. No one was tagged. It just says, thank you, Jasmine. So we could be talking about Jasmine Rice. From we could be talking about, yeah, Princess Jasmine. We were talking about Jasmine Flowers. By the way, Jasmine Rice is fucking awesome. We've, we've convited. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you, Jasmine. For your rice, it is delicious. So, uh, tough enough. I watched the, I like I said, I watched the post show. And this, this comes as a surprise to me. Miz is very good on the post show. And I guess it's because he's the reality TV guy. But the post show, they, they talk about the person who just got eliminated. And then they talk to members of the cast about whatever occurred on that week's broadcast. So it's like, regurgitating exactly what I could have paid for cable to see, but instead I'm just like, no, I'll watch this. And they have Hogan... Yeah, watch this little half-hour thing instead yeah, of an hour. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They don't show any clips of it, but they talk about it, so you can figure it out on your own. Um, you know something, brother dude, when I put him through that obstacle course? Yeah, Hulk Hogan staring at Paige's boobs the whole time. <laughs> Hogan thing. First, what we did is we, is we fed him so much, they were so full... <laughs> Oh, God. Then we put him through the obstacle course. Created by my friend Bubba. And they said, oh, I ate like a pig. I ate like a pig, dude. So full. But um, uh, it, <laughs> there's, some, there's one guy in there who said that nobody knows how to, how to pack an arena. So Daniel Bryan calls him out on it. He goes, so I just want to ask you, um, with your professional knowledge... Since nobody in the cast besides you knows how to pack an arena, could you tell myself, Hulk Hogan and Paige, just what it takes to pack an arena? And could you tell Miz while he's up there, too? And he was like, uh, I guess you just gotta be very, uh, charismatic, and, uh... <laughs> he had, like, no answer. It was great. Uh... He didn't say he didn't know, or, or did he say he was the only one that did? He said he was the only one who knew, or felt like he was the only one who knew. Something along those lines. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, first you get the, the peanuts, not the styrofoam ones, the ones that are biodegradable, they're technically starch. I bet if you lick be, them, if you lick them, they'll disappear. You'd rather be fishing than out there in the arenas. And then you just fill it up, and you put it in the box. And that's how you pack an arena. It's a packed house. It's a packed house. But yeah, um... Miz was really funny on this, really witty. Uh, he called a few people out on a few things. Like I said, Brian called some of the guys out. Hogan didn't really have much to say unless 
someone else started the conversation. And uh, Paige had a lot to say, too. Like, uh, the one girl she was talking about, oh, well, what if you get engaged? She's like, well, I guess I'd have to blah, blah, blah. With my she goes, no, no, wrestling first. Wrestling first. It's just such a great response. Um, bit, bit, and with that said, uh, I think I would watch that instead of Tough Enough, even if I had the choice, because it's just a recap, and I can actually. You don't, take have, to, you don't have to see the bullshit, right? It, it's like how I watch Raw you on just Hulu. Hear about it later, right? And even even Hulu, I could probably cut another twenty minutes off of that. That's how much Raw I need to watch. So with that, if said, I was a glutton for punishment, I would like get. I would take wrestling shows and edit them down even further. Gluton. A gluton. Gluten. You are a glutton. Little rock. But I'm not. Right? I'm not. I'm not a masochist. I'm sorry. So is it is it already time for points or buried, or is there another thing that happens? No. Okay, let's do And it. now it's time for Chris's favorite part of the show, which I guess is now my favorite part of the show. Yes, that's how it works. It actually transitioned to being your favorite part of the show now. Since I'm, since I'm doing It's time for points or... Buried. Or... Folded. Or... Frozen. Or... Effin' Spear. Is, is that it? To my knowledge, that is everything. But I was going to say, you have to be enthusiastic. You're like, because um, I'm catching up on community right now. You're like you're like oh. the gym formerly known as Subway, <laughs> where they sit down <laughs> and you're like, what's that movie called? Oh, we'll watch Avatar. Oh, I, we love Avatar. We do? Of course we it's love Avatar. Movie of, all time. of course we love it. <laughs> I can't do anything that's like, yeah. Anyway, uh, this week's game was come up with a pro wrestler's senior quote for the yearbook. John Senior quote. John Senior quote for the yearbook. Uh, so here we go. Roman Reigns. Hey, baby girl, I'm my mowing and I can ooh all over you. Wow. How did that get in there? They don't they don't know what it is. <laughs> they have no all idea. the time. The freaking like teacher that's in charge of everything has no idea what people are writing about. No one even thought wow, there's a long red squiggly line under this ooh. <laughs> how do you know how exactly my Microsoft Word is laid out? <laughs> Let's give that points. That is Taylor Chadwick's entry. A hundred points for you. Oh, a hundred points for you. This one is from Sexual Chocolate. Just like an M&M, I'll melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so cringies. Okay. Is that all? That's all. That was Mike Simsack's entry. All right, this one's going to be rough. This one's from the great Kali. 
and it goes, Undertaker, which would say, I totally beat the Undertaker that one time. Does anyone remember that? <laughs> Despite not knowing how to spell remember with the red squiggly line underneath it, um, I'm going to that points because that's funny. That was from Dylan Mushaw. Here's one that I can pretty much guarantee, I think, is going to get points. This one's by the Boogeyman, and it says, I am the Boogeyman! Fuck you, Antonio! <laughs> uh, he, he should have just been in every graduating class with Antonio for that. And his picture would have to be right next to him. They have to go by first name, so it's Antonio, and then they skip everybody else to just straight to Boogeyman. Yes, points. Yes, points. That was from Matt Hardman. All right. This next one's going to be a little rough again for me to uh, perform. You know, they say all students are created equal, but you look right back and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally you have a 50-50 chance of graduating, but I'm a genetic freak. And I'm not dumb as fuck. So you got 25% at best to graduate right back. And then you add the genius Lanny Poffo to the mix. Your chance of graduating <laughs> I drastically, drastically go, down. go down. You see, at graduation, you got 33 and 1 chance of graduating. But I, I got 66 and 2 chance of graduating because Lanny Poffo knows he can't beat my GPA. And he's not even going to try. This is the worst guy starter because I had to do so much. So right back... You take your 33 and one-third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and one-third chance of graduating. But then you take my 75% chance of graduating if Lanny drops out, and then add a 66 and two-third percent chance, I got 141 and two-third percent chance of graduating. See, Ryback, <laughs> numbers don't lie, and they smell disaster for you at graduation. See, but I'm going to break it down for you, potential employers. Would you rather hire me, or would you hire Ryback? Scott Steiner cutting a promo on the yearbook team. Oh, so he's cutting a pro- wait. Is he cutting a promo on a yearbook team, or is that his yearbook quote? Because that's his yearbook quote, and it's like three pages. That's tremendous. It's like both. I think he's just yelling at the yearbook team, and now oh. like trying to get his because they asked quote. for his quote. Wow. Yes, they points. the whole thing. That was from Shemon. Pushes all the other students six pages back. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we should have said a character limit. I swear he's got... He, uh, I swear he's not hanging from my family's tree. Yeah. Vince, comma racist, 1964. I think I graduated in 1964. High school. <laughs> Which might actually be true. It's closer to 1864. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, now get on, uh, get behind there and stand there for two years while we wait for the film to develop. Alright, so does this get (laughs) racist points? Yeah, it gets racist points, old timey points, and I'm even gonna give it regular points. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm taking notes of all this. Old-timey points, also worth zero. 
Yep. That was Glenn Kukin's entry. Yay. I got a bad fuck. <clears throat> I'm trying to do these actual invoices. I gotta get get character, but I can't do it from where they started. Uh, uh, I'm doing terrible with the voices. I got a B in gym, a J in spelling, and an F in being soft, and you can't teach that. From Enzo Amore. So he got an F in being soft because he's always so hard. Right? Because he ain't soft. Exactly. Okay, so points. That is Jason Cantwell's entry. Everyone's cutting points. Is that about to change? I I don't know. Next one is... See you next fall! From Owen Hart. Whoa! Did you see... Yeah, I just effing speared the S out of that S. Oh, God. That was Andrew Whitaker's entry. Wow. Wow, he just got speared. F, yeah. I marked it, it got speared. <clears throat> Our I'm next glad one your is... hand didn't get taken off, because you, usually Chris holds out those entries, and he's pretty good at moving his hand out of the way, but you're not used to having to do that for Goldberg. Yeah, well, you know, I learned to lo- watch out for that guy ever since what happened to Bret Hart, so, you know. It's been a while. Anyway, uh, our next one is, fuck this place, but from the big swear. <laughs> wow, that's a callback. <laughs> fuck this one. It's so simple. I have to give it points. That was by Ellis Holmes. Somebody pays attention. I'm going to live till the end of time with my Twinkies from Dean Ambrose. Hell, son, I'm just going to fold that up and put it away in a dresser drawer. What? That was from a Frankie Hoffman. <laughs> Next is uh, Damien Sandow. The wise man can pick up a grain of sand and envision the whole universe. But the stupid man will just lay down on some seaweed and roll around in it until he's completely draped in it. Then he'll stand up and go, hey, I'm a vine man. From Jack Handy. Whoa. Oh, oh, he's got the silencer on. That's why we didn't hear it get frozen. Oh, no. I I forgot to... uh... I, I don't need the silencer on anymore, but I, I left it on anyway. And yeah, this is frozen. Yes. That was uh, Mikhail O'Reilly with his new Russian gimmick. <laughs> Mikhail. Mikhail. <clears throat> my friend gave me something to try, and now it feels like I have eyeballs on my eyeballs. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Points. That was Joe Kalaya. Man, he really loves the Jeff Hardy stuff. Oh, apparently I do too. 
All right, this one's from Mike Awesome. Remember me when I was hanging around? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Cringies, for sure. Wow. That was from newer listener, Austin Butler. Our next entry. Oh, Biggie Countdown. Frederick Nietzsche said, Woman was God's second mistake. Hmm. From Chris Benoit. I think I'm going to do what I should have done a long time ago. Oh, no. I'm going to bury this. That was Dan Dahl's entry. Man, good thing I gave him points last week because he he told me at the show, he's like, oh, I like you because you gave me points this week. Well, now he doesn't have to like me anymore. (laughs) All right, our next entry is from Jerry Lawler. Girl Scout camp to eat some brownies this summer. <laughs> that you know, I don't, I don't know if it would have had the same effect had that voice not been used. But points. <laughs> that was Joe Mad Dog Needles entry. All right, it is a final three. This entry, this is uh, Sting senior quote. Is it done yet? Now it's done. Oh, okay. Wow, that gets points. That was Matt Anderson's. At first I thought you were going to say Sting Senior. I was like, there's a Sting Senior? <laughs> Although Sting now is a senior, right? Uh, he's got to be. Uh, yeah. He probably gets senior discounts to things. If you ask for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Matt Anderson, yeah. Yeah, that's how it that's how it would read. You don't learn to walk by following rules. You learn by doing and by falling over. Kamala. Oh, come on. Come on. Hell son, I'm just gonna fold that on up. Oh. That was Jason Shin's entry. And the final entry. Remember, take everything in moderation. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, which you used to wash down the painkillers. Carrie Von Erich. Wow. Wow. I'm going to cringe at that one. Uh Uh-oh. Just just a cringe. That was uh, Matt McFarlane's entry, and that's it. So he's cool. oh that's that's the guy who does Ted's voice right uh, the, he does the, the two Ted's yep he does the two Ted yeah two Ted's teddy bears soft so uh, who is your winner hmm I think that the winner should be. Someone who I don't think I've ever awarded the win to before. That's Matthew Anderson. Uh Uh-oh. 
Ding 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 with the bonus fifty for a win. Wait, wait, but but doesn't can't the points not transition to Australia, so doesn't that just put them at zero? I forget how that works. <laughs> no, I think it's a universal currency of points. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, as long as yeah, as long as you're you know part of our community community. Oh, dog, this week was all about equality, dog. Oh, that's right. That's my gay cousin right there. She's got to change her name now because they can get married. And I think that's it for, like, the shortest episode ever. Wow. Yeah, so um, hope you enjoyed the show, and if you didn't, whatever. We're going to do Fuck another yourself. one this week. Yeah, I really don't care. Um <laughs> This is a labor of love, but I don't give a shit about any of you. Uh, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I was brutally honest. Um, anyway, I think Chris will be back next week. If he's not, he's a liar, or he died from Ebola, one of the two. We'll find out next week, and we don't have a pay-per-view for a while, do we? Not till the 19th. Well, there's a TNA pay-per-view tonight. With no titles on the line and matches that do stuff for the TV show. And Jeff and Jarrett. That's the only thing what? that's worth it. And guess what? Never really cared for Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> and this is, his, this is his my way match, right? Where he's like, he wants to go out his way. He's like, I'm 98% retired. And then he's like, it's my last match. And then whatever. And he's like, but I'm just going to wear a Global Force wrestling shirt the whole time. So is anything, Which, by the way, they have started. They have had some shows now. Is anything exciting? It was it's EC3 and Angle? I guess is that what it is? No, there's not even there's not there's no title matches. No title matches. None at all. And there's a match where the winner gets to pick the. Uh, <laughs> it gets to pick the gimmick for their next match that they're going to have on TV. That's a match. Wow. Uh, so, it's it's completely useless, and guess what? Forty dollars on pay per view. Is uh is Bram gonna be there? Yeah, I think Bram on the show. Much. What about Sharon and Lois? Uh, I don't know, but I believe the elephants will be there. Joseph Park Skin as the elephant. Inky dink, skinnamarinky doo. That's how they ended the show, and that's how we're gonna end our show. Skinnamarinky doo, STFU. Ha <laughs> ha.